I'm with Bob Schenk, uh, N2OO. You've just come back from Amsterdam Island, a very successful uh, de-expedition in uh, the middle of the Indian Ocean. Tell us a little bit from a statistical perspective what you achieved uh, in those uh, 20 days on the island. Well, we uh, made 170,000 contacts uh, plus uh, after facing some uh, uh, difficult challenges in scheduling uh, we settled into a routine where uh, we either had a 12 or a 24-hour shift at either site um, the challenges had to do with uh, not being able to move from one site up to our base at night either site actually uh, so we had to camp out at each site overnight um, but I will say that once we got going, we were doing probably uh, 10,000 plus or minus contacts a day from the total of eight stations being manned as much as we could possibly physically do. How many uniques were in that? I believe it was about 37,000. Uh, we'll have a better chance when we get back home to really give a good look at the log to see uh, how we did. Did you calculate how many uh, kilowatts uh, traveled the uh, the planets uh, during that time? Uh, there was a lot of power, uh, 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 power dim, I'm sure, in different parts of the world while they were trying to get us, I'll tell you. It was an awesome experience to hear uh, pileups that thick and that wide. It was just incredible, especially the first few days. How many uh, bands were you operational on? We were on 160 through 10. Uh, we uh, the regular bands and the work bands, uh, uh, phone, CW, and uh, RIDI. Uh, we limited our bands for RIDI just to uh, uh, help help uh, the help us give uh, put more time on the phone and CW band uh, operation because we could tell the pileups are still very very heavy and the demand was still very strong for, for phone and CW operation. So we tried to limit our RIDI operation to a degree, but we still made, I, I, I forgot how many we made, but I think it was 7,000 RIDI contacts, which was pretty amazing considering. Now, there's 14 of you in the team, uh, plus the six people on the Braveheart and the 20 people that are stationed on Amsterdam Island. Uh, you set up uh, how many antennas uh, in the first two days? We set up, uh, in the first two days, we set up uh, 10 uh, Yaggies, five at each site, uh, three verticals uh, at each site, uh, uh, well, four at one site, three at the other, uh, uh, 160, 80, 40, and 30 at, uh, at uh, Antonelli, and at Metaf we had 80, 40, and 30 verticals. So uh, a total of uh, eight at one, nine at the other. And then, of course, there was a four square and some beverage antennas. And yeah, no deer was in charge of all that, and uh, God bless him. <laughs> he put an awful lot of effort into putting out the receive antennas up at Antonelli and, and, and also uh, one down at uh, Mataf. Uh, phen phenomenal uh, operation. I did get a chance to operate the 160 station one night overnight at Antonelli, and uh, it was quite an experience. I didn't have the best night, 
of everybody because of propagation and uh, uh, so forth. But uh, I had a, a good night and worked into the East Coast, U.S. and Europe and, and all around. And we'll get to see some of those uh, experiences when Nadia's photos uh, hit the net. Yeah, there's going to be there were thousands of photos taken, and uh, it's going to take some time to weed through them and pick out the best. But uh, Nodir really did a wonderful job with his photog photographic skills; were uh, just incredible. Uh, he did a wonderful job. All of us took a lot of pictures. Uh, I think that there might be something like ten thousand or so that we took uh, uh, as a team. So uh, you never know what may show up or where, but. Uh, uh, there, there is going, and we have a lot of video too that we took while we were there. So it'll be a very interesting show. I know uh, Bob uh, Alfin is working on a, a video presentation, and uh, he has a lot of uh, video to work with. And of course, now the cure selling begins. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, I happen to know the QSL manager. <laughs> you sleep with him? Uh, yes, I do. It's the only guy I sleep with. Let me just introduce you to the QSL manager. I'm with Bob Cheng, N200. This is Bob, N200. Okay. Yeah, we're going to uh, uh, get going when I get home. we we'll start opening the mail and, and uh, get designing the QSL card and uh, working with Ralph and Bob and and no dear to come up with a very nice design for the QSL. It should be a, a very beautiful fold-out card of some sort. Um, and we're looking forward to uh, getting that done. And uh, then my QSL team will start uh, working on pre-processing, which means that they'll uh, be able to start handling the online QSL requests uh, and getting the uh, labels printed in advance so that when the cards are printed, we'll be able to start doing that process, which is uh, another mammoth job, but I couldn't do it without my team at the South Jersey DX Association. We have about a dozen people that do a number of different jobs that are part of the, f the, the whole operation, and without them, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do this alone. It would be just too much. Now, you're, of course, going to reply to a paper a QSL, but uh, what about electronic QSL? What, uh, what are you supporting for this uh, de-expedition? We will be doing, uh, obviously, paper QSLs. We'll be doing the on, uh, online QSL request service. Uh, we do a bureau online QSL request service for those who uh, uh, desire that option, and also paper bureau. Um, electronically, uh, after six months after we return from the, the expedition, we will do a full LOTW upload. We're still working on uh, the possibility of uploading some uh, donors. To, as a way to thank them for their help, uh, uploading some of their uh, contacts early. Uh, we're still working on that, uh, the details of that, and uh, when it happens, everybody will know. So please, don't email me. <laughs> what, you're trying to tell me that you get a few emails asking you questions? You want to see them? They're on my iPad right now, my iPod right now. iPod. What is this thing on my iPhone? iPhone. I'm not into the electronic world here today. Uh, yeah, I've already got uh, uh, dozens and dozens of uh, inquiries. I'm not in the log. Uh, I lost my log. Uh, I could give you a whole list. Um, uh, I ask everybody to hold off on asking anything right now because I'm not going to be able to help you. It's just too soon. But uh, we'll try to get everything sorted out in the end. And I'm always trying to help people get their confirmation if it was legitimate. They just have to provide log data. And the log data has to reasonably match the log 
that's my rule and you gotta you gotta keep a log it's the amateur's uh, responsibility to keep the log on his end just as much as it is for us to keep the log on our end and then they got a match <laughs> yeah so for those people wondering time zones are important yet well yeah but i'm very reasonable if i can see that there is a logical reason for the, for the time to be wrong or something that's fine but uh, uh my rule is simple and just uh, it has to be legitimate and uh it, you have to be in the log uh, it's as simple as that if you're not there it's uh, not my fault well, maybe on this trip it is i don't know because i was one of the operators I made a few contacts. <laughs> oh, you made a couple of contacts. Well, Bob Jink, N2O, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute delight to meet your team. Likewise. To everybody, the VK6s were super. You guys were, you guys rocked. You did a great job without the support of the VK6s that we worked with. We would not have been able to do as well as we did.